Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Thanks. Corbin Pitts is with us. He's going to hang around for a little while as well. He is a uh, an actor, star in the making. Is that too much? I don't want to put pressure on you. Uh, you have something in common with Joe Klein. Do you know who Joe Klein is? Please say no. Please say no. Please say no. Do you know who Joe Klein is? Maybe. Can you give me a hint? Okay, good. He doesn't know who Joe Klein is. You both were in a Big Red commercial, I understand. Now, you worked with Roger Scott before in a Big yeah. Red commercial. Yeah. Was that the highlight of your career so far? Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> listen, you should run for office. You're a really good liar. Um, all right. Well, listen. Uh, I don't know as much about this as Wes does, but he is really excited. He got premiere tickets. I mm-hmm. missed out, apparently. I'm very upset. <laughs> I'll have to come to a later showing. But uh, you're a rising star in the in the, uh, in the the world of acting, I understand. That's what's been said. How <laughs> old were you when you became uh, a thespian? You're like, you know what? I think I can do that. Uh, five. Really? Five years old, yeah. Jeez. What do you remember from that experience? Um, I remember my mom telling me about a role for a little uh, short film, and I said I didn't want to do it at first, and then she said, you know, Corbin, there's going to be another person that's going to get that role, another kid like you. And I said, oh, really? Okay, I'll do it. And I did it. And at the time, I didn't know how to read, and my parents thought I was dyslexic up until I was like eight because I couldn't, I couldn't read anything. <laughs> so when I would go into these table reads, they would, they would have to read my lines out to me, and then I would read it. I, I would read it you out repeat loud. repeat it. You're yeah. really reading, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had to, yeah. I had to, I had to <laughs> memorize it off of them telling me it. Okay. So how's your how's your memory? I mean, you, you remember? It's pretty, it's pretty, pretty good. good now. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's good. So, uh, what, tell me about the 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 uh, premiere for tonight. What is the what's the production and what is your role? Uh, so the the film is called Salad Days. Um, I play a getaway driver for this gang and this fictional gang called the Double Su Gang. Um. And the film follows this single father and the son, uh, and we see them coping uh, after they just had a sudden loss in the family. Um, Are you playing the father or the son? <laughs> like I said, I play a getaway driver. Oh. The father and son. The father's played by Matthew McGuire, and um, the son is played by Aiden Robertson. Um, both so the Aiden's he, Aiden started acting. This this kid, this thirteen year old kid, started acting last summer, and I met him at a, an acting camp that I was teaching at. And Matthew McGuire, I think this is only his second film ever. So they, I mean, they did fantastic on it. But, um, yeah, I'm really excited for everyone to see it. This is different from me, though. You've done a lot of acting. This is this is your baby. How does it yeah. feel on a premiere night? <laughs> nerve-wracking. It feels really nerve-wracking. Um, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm really excited for everyone to see it. And um, like I said to you guys, I've seen it so many times now. It's just... I don't know. I, I have no knowledge of what it would be like to watch it for the first time, if that makes any sense. We're talking to Corbin Pitchett for just tuning in. How old are you? I'm 16. How long have you been driving? Driving? Yeah. I've been driving. For a while? Yeah. Okay. So how did you, I'm, like, I'm just thinking getaway driver. Like it's, you know, it's a unique role. I mean, for a, you're, you're one of the youngest getaway drivers in history, I would think. Yeah, the, the gang in the film is ran by a bunch of 16, 17-year-old kid, okay. kids. So, you know. I got it. So it's like Lord of Flies, except for you guys are a gang. Exact, yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, yeah. So did, you, did you actually drive or did you have a double? No, I drove. Okay. I drove in the film. Did you have to, like, evade the cops or anything? Uh, um... You can't give it all away. I mean, I still want to come. <laughs> for uh, maybe for one scene or two. Okay. But, you know, there we did have an actual cop come for this this one. We had a big car chase in the film, and we blocked off the Argenta Arts District, and we actually did full car chase. Um, but no, that was 
That was all official. Okay, gotcha. This isn't a Disney film. No, this is not a Disney film. This is more of like an HBO film from the 90s when HBO was really starting to pop off. <laughs> HBO was known back in the day, though, for their more risque films. Uh, that was Cinemax, I think. Or so. Cinemax. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was HBO. We called it Skidamax when we were kids, but <laughs> that, I, I don't want to get yeah. into it. Anyway. The film's not risque in that in that regard. We were always hopeful that the parents would go to bed and we're like, oh, right, late night Cinemax. <laughs> Which Emmanuel is on tonight. <laughs> um, okay, so I want to talk about True Detective too. That's a, a incredibly big break, I would think, for a, yeah. a younger guy. No, yeah, that was that really put me on the map. Yeah, um, what was the process? That had to be a pretty arduous. Uh, yeah, so process. I would think. The um, there was an open casting call in like a mall downtown in January of 2018, and my uh, agent uh, Yancey he called me and said, hey, there's this, you can go to it. I went to it, and it was for a smaller role, and I went in there, forgot all my lines, and the casting uh, the casting person in there actually had to read me off my lines, and then I would say them out loud. So I walked out, I was like, oh man, I did terrible, I'm not going to get that. Moved on. Two weeks later, I get a call from the casting, uh, you know, the people who are casting it, and they said, hey, we want you to become a recurring character in the, the TV series. And they didn't tell me anything about it. Like, True Detective, they didn't tell me anything about my character. I just showed up, and all I really heard was that, hey, you you, you do something big in the show. And I didn't know, and I'm going to be honest with you, I still haven't really watched True Detective. <laughs> I watched the first two episodes, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Then I just never watched it. But I heard, like, I ended the TV series or something like that, my yeah. character. I don't know if that's good or bad, but yeah. Yeah. You brought it to a know. close. That's uh man, I cannot imagine being in a production that big and then not watching it. Well, it was one of those things where it was, it was like I saw how they made it, so I couldn't get into it. If that makes any sense, yeah. like I I saw that I I know that's kind of weird sometimes for other people, but I guess since I saw how it was made, it was hard to. I mean, I saw Stephen Dorff and everyone drinking smoothies on set, and you know the. It, w- it was just weird to see them in, as this whole different person. Corbin, did you see how Salad Days was made? I did. But yet you've watched it a number of times. So you just broke your own rule. Help me out here. Well, because I'm on the creative team, so it's my job to watch. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Okay. I understand. Yeah. When, when writing Salad Days, where did this all come from? Uh, I basically took a bunch of stories, whether that be from me personally or stories from my friends or stories from adults that I know. And I just put it into one big story, one, you know, 30, 40 page script and made it all kind of make sense. And when I say stories, I mean anywhere from an actual like story from one of my friends or like a moment that I've had with someone like an awkward interaction or a crazy, uh, you know, radio interview. It, sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, just a bunch of stories that were kind of in a big collage. I expect this to be in your next movie. Are you already working on a new script? Yeah, I am. I'm working on a new film. Um, I don't want to say too much about it right now because stuff changes and I don't want to put myself on anything, if that makes any sense. But, um, yeah, I'm working on my next film and I'm really excited. Uh, are you, uh, in school? I am. Or do you I just am. say I'm, I'm out, like I'm going to be a professional <laughs> filmmaker, I, I'm done? I'm in school. I attend North Lark High School and I'm a sophomore. I'm entering my sophomore year. Gotcha. And I'm half virtual. So what that means is I have class up there some days and some days I don't. Mm-hmm. So, and I guess people think that since I'm not in school that I just sleep in all day and I don't do anything. But it's, it's quite the contrary. I have a very busy day. I wake up at 8 a.m. and I'm going till 4 a.m. and then I do it again. Um, and, you know, my days are spent 
doing business meetings with people or having a production meeting with someone or phone calls. And I know it sounds very like stereotypical of like a businessman, but um, it's true. And then I'm, I don't know. Spent, I've met a lot of 16 year olds that that's what their schedule is. Yeah, I know. And then it's been, <laughs> and then it's been also doing my school work and algebra two work and yeah. all of that. Do you have interests outside of film? Uh, Yeah. Like what? Like what are you into? I mean, I like playing video games. Okay. I like music. I I love I, I love vinyl. Christian um, just perked up back there. He's like, okay, what video games do you play? Yeah, I I could talk about video games all day, but um, well, we've only got 17 minutes, but have at it. <laughs> hey, uh, do you do you like The Last of Us? Yeah, it was a good one. You you like The Last yeah, of Us? Christian's only like three years older than you, so you guys have a lot in common. <laughs> no, like nine years older. Than okay, you, pretty much. Uh, same. It's pretty close. But you play a lot of video games. Yes. Yeah. I mean, nothing wrong with it. It's cool. I just. It's... Are you going to watch the uh, HBO Max Last of Us? Oh HBO? hell yeah! I'm definitely going to watch that. Okay. I'm really excited for that. You weren't in that one, I guess. No, I wasn't. But I called my agents. I said, "Hey, please give me an audition." It never happened, but. But just think, if you were in it, it would ruin it for you. You wouldn't want to watch it. <sighs> yeah, that's true. I guess I would not want to watch. You know, the Last of Us if I was in it. Were there actors growing up? We're talking to Corbin Pitts. If you're just tuning in, were there actors growing up that you were like, "Wow, that guy's really great," or "She's really great at acting"? I mean, is there somebody you look up to? Um, I can't remember when I was younger. I think. When I was younger, it was kind of just something I did. I never... You're still younger. What are you talking about? Well, when I was younger, as in when I was like eight years old. Okay. Well, you got um, a very early start. You're right. You're well into this now. You're 11 years in. Uh, but now, I guess, I can't really remember like any actors that I looked up to when I was younger. Um, but now, uh, Paul Dano is really great. Uh, who's that Who's that one actor that we always talk about? Um, uh, directors, I could tell you a ton of Paul Thomas Anderson, mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino, obviously, mm-hmm. Wes Anderson. All the Andersons. Uh, Fincher. Um, a number of other directors. Uh, What's your favorite genre? <laughs> um, probably uh, dark dark comedy or psychological thrillers. Okay. I really love those. And I know dark comedy is like, it's like two genres mixed into one. Sure. Uh, so I guess it's a subgenre. But, um... And that's what I really, I find myself, I try to branch out. In this film, I did kind of go in more the drama side of everything in a more serious film. And my past films, it's been more of like just a comedy. But every single time, I always find myself in a dark comedy kind of place where it's funny, but it's over a serious subject matter. And that's what I've talked with many people about is, many people have asked me, why are all your films about adult subject matters very serious? And it's, it's, it's kind of fun to talk about serious subject matters and bring somewhat of light to it, if that makes any sense, or loosen the situation up because the film deals with very serious subject matters such as sudden loss and a family or um, struggling uh, in- financial insecurities sure. and um, many stuff like that. Gang violence is discussed a lot in the film. Um, and so it, it hits all those points, but in the same time, we're not like, there's no, it's not necessarily a message to the film. It's just a film. And, you know, if people get a message out of it, good for them. But um, there's not some deeper meaning or anything or political statement that's in the film. What's the process of getting this done? So you have this idea, you write the script, you do the story. I mean, financing, I mean, the pulling the production together. I mean, how does all that work? Uh, yeah, it's a... It's 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 crazy. That explains um, all the meanings, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, it was it was crazy getting. So I I I, I funded the film, and um, it was definitely difficult getting people to trust me. I because I'm 16, but um, getting that, and then 
trying to cast people my age and trying to direct them around was also tough because a lot of people, they're like, well, you're 16, you're my age. You, mm-hmm. you go to the same classes, you do the same thing. And it's hard getting their trust or getting the respect as the director. Do you tell me you have experience as a getaway driver? That's a good way to do it. What? I mean, people take you seriously at that point. What? If you have experience as a getaway driver. Yeah. 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 That's a, that's what I would do. Mm, yeah, yeah. Just throw that in there next time. But um, no, yeah, it was definitely difficult. I I tell you the most hard, the, the hardest thing about this is dealing with people. Is trying to get just anything simple done. You, you would think watching films. I guess some people just think it happens. And when people walk into films, such as film festivals or something, they they say, "Well, I don't really like the way that you shot this, and I don't really like the way you did this." And it's kind of first off. You go make a film. You go fund it. You find you find a crew that would like to stick around on the times that you just kind of want to explore and find yourself as a creative. And you go figure all the, that out because it's a bunch of risks that you're taking. And secondly, it's it's so time-consuming and, and financially demanding to even move a shot around. In order to get another shot, that's already another three hours. Um, and so making a 46-minute film was a task in mm-hmm. many different locations at many times. It took four months of filming yeah. like constantly. And um, and that's and that's why I wish people would stop looking at films, indie films, as if they're a blockbuster or a Marvel film because you can't. They're two different They're two different mm. products. Yeah. Well, the last Marvel movie sucked too. I'll just say that for the record. Argenta mm-hmm. Community Theater is where this airs mm-hmm. tonight. And how yes. long does it play there? Uh, so it's just a one-off thing. It's just going to happen tonight. Um, it starts at, the film starts at 7.30. But it's sold uh, out tonight, right? It's sold out tonight. So uh, when can I see it? You can see it this Friday on our website, www.heroproductions.com. Okay. And then all of our information is there. You can go to our streaming page where you can stream any of our films that we have right now. Um, and uh, contact information, upcoming events, all at www.hereproductions.com. Do you see yourself moving forward as a director, producer, writer, actor, where you want to do it all, or you want to focus on one area? What are you thinking? I don't really want to put a label on myself that makes any sense. I don't want to box myself in, so I'm just going to kind of roll with the punch and see what happens. I don't think you're actually 16. I don't believe it. I think you're like 35. (laughs) That's good. What do you enjoy most? I don't know. I kind of like... I, I, I like both. Um, right now, I'm, I'm really loving directing. I love getting people in a room. And I'm excited for tonight because I'm excited for people to get in a room and spend an hour basically just looking at what I think 24-7 mm-hmm. of what I've been working on for the past year, essentially. And so having someone's attention for that long is... Um, it's 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 satisfying if that makes any sense. You know what's weird? I woke up this morning. I didn't even know I was interested in what you were thinking about, and now I can't wait to see this movie. Well, <laughs> so you did a good the job. Magic. That's a good pitch. That's a good pitch. Uh, okay, well, cool. Well, I hate that I missed that on the premiere, but I'm gonna catch it ASAP. I guess starting Friday. Yeah. Okay. One hundred percent. That's awesome. Uh, you got anything else in the in the works other than I know you're writing something, but you got any other acting gigs coming up or anything else we should keep an eye out for? Um, I just had a film release uh, with. Um, David Arquette and Tim Blake Nelson. Sorry, Tim Blake Nelson, called Ghost of the Ozarks. It just released in February, and it's actually releasing in the UK. I think the twenty third. And then I just shot a film in Mississippi with uh, Mickey Rourke and um, the, uh, Jason Patrick. Jason Patrick Bateman is that his name? Jason Patrick. Oh, I'm sure. Jason Patrick, Jason Bateman. They're both yeah. great actors, but Jason Patrick and a bunch of other people. Uh, yeah, Jason Bateman's another actor I look up to, but um, that should be coming out either late this year or early next year. But um, yeah, I'm really excited. What's it called? Uh, 
murder at, uh, at Hollow Creek. Yeah, murder at Hollow Creek. Sorry, I'm. I don't even. No, know you're fine. <laughs> Let's. Uh, anything else we want to hit on? We'll get to do a quick what the hell, and then we we'll get out of here. Let's do it. Okay. You good? Yeah. I'm good. All right. Uh, this isn't quite as entertaining as late night Cinemax, but we're gonna do the best we can. Okay. Bear with me. Okay. All right. Uh, maybe get a new idea for it. There's a lot of weird things in the world. This is my favorite segment of the week because we talk about the oddities of the world. Mm-hmm. And so you may get an idea for a new script. Who knows? What the hell, bro? What the hell's going on here? What the hell's the matter with you? Uh, so the folks in Orlando, very creative. Um, there is a 30-year-old that is, uh, for the first time, utilizing a fitness device while working in the, in the uh, animal kingdom down there, Wes. It's only noteworthy because it's actually a rhinoceros. So they have put a fitness tracker on this uh, on this rhino just to see how many steps she takes, I guess. And, I mean, I guess this is very interesting to them, but they want to know. There's 27,000 rhinos left in the world, which seems like a lot to me, primarily in national parks and reserves. Three species are critically endangered. But, but they say by doing the research, they can focus on the physical fitness of the rhino. Because, I mean, you know... It sucks. I feel bad because, I mean, I'm sure somebody went up there and was like, golly, you're so, you really let yourself go. You're such a fat rhino. You should probably get yourself together. Here, let me give you this Fitbit and we'll see how many steps you're taking. Oh, okay, listen, Sally, you're going to need to pick it up a notch. You know what I mean? You're an embarrassment. Look at yourself. Have you seen yourself lately? There's probably no mirrors out there. I'm worse than a fat rhino, am I right? Anyway, I'm not going to mention that one today. We'll move on. There's a few stories I'm going to just pass on today. Oh, you have a dog? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, well, good. It's dangerous, apparently. Oh. Chicago woman had a rough ordeal. Yeah, I mean, it is a pun. Erin Stevenson out in the yard with her Staffordshire Bull Terrier, Sky, back in January, and the dog got so excited, accidentally headbutted her in her chin. And then she woke a couple days later, and it was hard to swallow, and uh, she ends up on life support. Apparently, the dog had cracked two of her molars. She developed an abscess, caused swelling. She had all kinds of infection, and it was touch and go for a while, so... Got to watch out for the dog headbutt, man. I've never heard of that before, though. This dog is not uh, not to be messed with. All right. So you probably heard about uh, the Guinness World Records. Like, they have all kinds of weird world yeah. records. Some of them, I think, are a little bit ridiculous. Like this one. This is from Idaho. I don't know if you're a runner. You run at all? No. Yes. I, no. I do. It sucks. Uh, an Idaho man broke a Guinness World Record by running a half marathon. No big deal, right? He was wearing 111 T-shirts. That's a record. Why? Why are we keeping a record of how many T-shirts you're wearing running a half a marathon? It's idiotic. David Rush has broken more than 200 Guinness World Records to promote STEM education. That's good. Uh, He said it took about 25 minutes for his support team to dress him before he took off. Two hours, 47 minutes, and 55 seconds. He came in uh, under the three-hour time limit set by Guinness. 111 T-shirts. Stupid. Do they cut them off or does he take them off one at a time? They're all very sweaty, Wes. Ugh. I don't know. How many do you sweat through if you got 111 on? I don't know. All 111. Probably so if it's me. Um, I'm sorry. This story's out of Liverpool uh, over in England. Primary teacher Jonathan Lewis started a DIY project on his new house, and he found a spine-chilling discovery. Um, he opened up one of the walls, and there was a creepy old rag doll sitting just inside the, the wall, and it had a sign on it. This is inside the wall. It says, thank you for freeing me. My name is Emily. My original owners lived in this house in 1961. I didn't like them, so they had to go. All they did was sing and be merry. It was sickening. Stabbing was my choice of death for them, so I hope you have knives. 
Hope you sleep well. No, 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 no. That house is getting burned to the ground. Down. Yep. We're going to build a new house from scratch. Can't have that. Whoops. Wrong one. Um, let's see. You were excited about the UFOs yesterday. We talked about that, right? Yes. They're literally talking about UFOs. So apparently there was like one that happened last year where there was like an F-18, F-14, F something or other fast plane. Uh, and a little thing zipped by it and they got video of it. Unexplained. Yes. That's why they call them the UFO. But uh, pretty weird, huh? And I think I can say this one. And last but not least, uh, raise your hand, Arby's fan. Mm-hmm. Just me and Wes. No? No Arby's? Hate Arby's. You hate Arby's. Yeah, Arby's is terrible. Arby's. Their fries? Their fries are great. Their Everything fries else. are good. Beef and cheddar? I'm sorry, I don't go to Arby's. I gathered that, but you know their fries are good. Yeah, their fries are good. Okay, well, how do you know if you haven't been? People bring them to you? Well, I mean, I've been to Arby's. You just don't go there as a rule. <laughs> yeah, I just... I understand. You're like, I poked my eye with a stick one time. I didn't like it. I never did it again. So you don't really do it, but you've done it. I got you. I see. I mean, if you do something once and you don't like it, then you don't do, do it again. No, I get it. No, I know exactly what you're saying. An Arby's manager allegedly uh, urinated in the milkshake mix at the fast food eatery for his own gratification on more than one occasion. Stephen Sharp, who was being investigated for child pornography, so the guy's not a very good person generally, admitted to police that he, he admitted to uh, them that he relieved himself in the milkshake mix while working as a night manager. Now, this is in Vancouver, Washington. You ever been there? I don't know, but this is why I don't go to Arby's. <laughs> you made a good it's choice. It's hard for me to argue with you now. The manager was arrested and confessed to downloading and distributing child porn, and he also uh, admitted that he peed in the mix. I don't even know if they were accusing him of that. He was like, oh, and while we're at it, I, I also, um, yeah, don't drink that shake. <laughs> Isn't that weird? What a weird thing to do. I never, that's like graffiti. I don't get it. Like, what, what, what's the, what, what are you doing? People who just destroy stuff for no reason. I don't understand that. Don't do that. It's not cool. You probably know better. All right. Uh, tomorrow on the road. Yeah, we're doing the One Rock Hall of Fame. Got a uh, class of four, including Jamal Anderson, who played at Parkview and went to the University of Arkansas and was drafted by the Atlanta Falcons. He'll be inducted. First round? First round round pick, yeah. Yeah. Defensive end. Went from from undersized wide receiver to defensive end star. Yeah, he was a a wide receiver. They thought maybe a tight end at Arkansas. And then he was catching passes. And, you know, they were impressed with what he could do as a wide receiver. And the next thing you know, he shows up as a defensive end and started gaining weight and Gets drafted in the NFL. I'm going to ask you a hard question. Um, James Rouse also going in. That name just popped into my mind. Who was the – it was Mark something. Who Winston. Was, yeah, Mark Winston. Yeah. They, I watched them play basketball a lot more than I watched them play football. Yeah, both uh, graduated from Parkview in – goodness, what was that, like 05, 06, somewhere uh, right when I got here. But that was the yeah the dynamic duo from Parkview played basketball and football and went and Mark Winston was a tight end also yeah and we thought maybe they were both going to be tight ends yeah. at the University of Arkansas yeah nice kids anyway looking forward to well man now nice man Corbin Pitts you're a good dude too I like you buddy right. uh, looking forward to seeing your career take off and continue to uh, flourish thank you guys thank you guys for having me on the show I appreciate it yeah. it was fun I can't wait to see Salad Days and we'll uh, we'll check it out soon Wes will check it out tonight can I have a full review tomorrow yes if it's if it's you don't like it will you tell me about it <laughs> oh yeah I want you to make uh, a list of shot a, for a, shot what you didn't like that Corbin did so you can pass it along to him because I know critic. he loves getting criticism yes yeah I love it it's big great. budget movies should you know do better Corbin's got the ultimate trump card doesn't why don't you try why don't you do better <laughs> you do it yeah I can't even do TikToks what am I talking about I'm not gonna complain it's gotta be better than the latest Marvel movie I promise you yeah. Have you seen Marvel movies? Do you watch Marvel movies? Uh, controversial statement. I don't like Marvel movies. A lot of people don't. You know what? There's a lot of them that are really good, though, but the latest one really is awful. So. Was it the Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange, yes. It's not strange. It's just terrible. It should be called Doctor Terrible. 
Anyway, Christian, I'm right. Just take my word for it. Christian doesn't like him either. Must be a video game thing. Appreciate you, Corbin. Good luck, buddy.